Hello, everyone, and welcome to finally. Oh, wait, have we did it? We've done an October episode already. Well, welcome to actual spooky fall, chilly autumn weather, blood and guts. Okay. Yeah, that was a long and unnecessary one, but I'm in the mood for today. That was like me in fifth grade when I first discovered what a thesaurus was spooky, <laughs> chilly, autumn, fall. Pumpkin spice lattes. (laughs) I feel like pumpkin spice lattes weren't a thing until like two years ago. Have they always existed? You know, I think, you know, back in Salem, Massachusetts, 1800s, I think they were just pounding them, throwing them back. That's how they knew they were witches. (laughs) I've never had one, but I heard they taste really bad. I can neither confirm or deny that. I don't know. All right. Well, I won't be trying one. Anyway, what are we talking about today? You know, I finally reopened this Google Doc after two days. And let me tell you, uh, I also don't know what we're talking about today. So okay. let's find out together. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about cults? I love cults. I love a good cult. Okay, well, I don't think you're going to like this cult. Well, all right. Um, it depends on, It depends if I already know this cult. I, I know a lot of cults. I don't think you do. Um, uh, before we start, once again, I don't, I don't know why we did this two weeks in a row. This one's on me. Um, violence towards children. Oh God! Um, <gasps> Wait, I think I know which one you're talking about. God, you do all of them had violence it's... towards children. Is it the one where they kept the kid's body? No. Oh, okay, then I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> I always think I know what you're talking about, and then I always get it wrong. That's because that was like I the go, black cult I or go whatever. Obscure, but you do go obscure. But yeah, violence towards children. Um. <laughs> All kinds of violence towards children. Um, if you are like a really serious Catholic or Christian, um, oh. this may not be the one for you. If you have okay. problems with other people not liking your religion, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that's about it. Um, today, uh. my love. We're talking about the cult called Superior Universal Alignment, which was involved in um, the Altamira Child Emasculations. I feel like, nope, that was the supreme order of like the Divine Eleven or whatever. No, that is, cult was the one where they kept the course, right? This is not right? supreme, divine, and I don't even know if there were 11. So, okay, over three. Right. Well, you know what? You know what? That's all right. But I'm excited to hear about it, and I'm I am excited to bring up all of my um, pent up Catholic trauma. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's a that's a story for another time. <laughs> the Altamira child emasculations were a series of crimes which occurred in the municipality of Altamira involving boys aged eight to fourteen who were kidnapped, maimed, and killed between. 1989 and 1993. Ew. Yeah, just... Just, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, got it. I'm hanging on. According to authorities, the crimes were committed for the purpose of satanic rituals and black magic promoted by the cult Superior Universal Alignment, which was an Argentinian-based international cult. (laughs) I can't even talk about this one. Um, Its leader was a woman named Valentina de Andrade, who believed that the world was coming to an end and only those who followed her could be saved. And nope. Well, I feel like that's also the basis of every cult. Every cult thinks that the world is going to end and they are the only ones that can get you into heaven. But wait until you find out why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, she began with simply impressing neighbors with her fortune telling, minor displays of heavy quotes, clairvoyance. Um, but you know, one day she woke up and said that she was contacted by extraterrestrial beings who warned her about the inevitable doom of the world. However, if she spread their word, they would send a spaceship to collect and save only her followers. You lose me at aliens. I have to say even more. In the year, in the year of of my good lord, nineteen eighty one, Oh, that's recent. Yeah, Andrade started preaching about these new religious precepts, which, among other things, assured that number one, God was non-existent. I can get behind number two, that. Jesus was an alien messiah. <gasps> Who had arrived to Earth to teach us about enlightenment and love. You know what? I love that, though. (laughs) I love that they were like, ah, yes. Jesus is coming down in a spaceship to teach us about peace and love. That's how you know that that whatever Valentina was still in her hippie phase from the 70s. I don't think the rest of this is a part of the hippie phase. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay you know a little more worrying uh was lucky number three the third precept which uh she was convinced that all male children born after 1981 were the embodiment of evil and they had to be purged as payment to the beings who would save them what <laughs> yeah you know eternal salvation comes at the comes at the price of little timmy Oh, no. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I could get behind this cold. And then Bruno reverse immediately. (laughs) You know what? I don't think that's right. (laughs) Um, At first, she simply demanded that some couples, like, turned their children over to, like, their grandparents or other guardians. So that way they would qualify um, to leave on her spaceship. Um, But, you know, after a while... Uh, that just wasn't cutting it anymore. Um, okay. So uh, things, needless to say, uh, quickly became violent. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but I kind of mean to laugh. Valentina's first date for the rapture came and went, uh, and her followers, you know, started to grow kind of concerned uh, with her legitimacy. Uh, especially those who had, like, sent their children away. 
Uh, <laughs> Valentina just she thought to herself and she thought, let's raise these states. All right, let's just crank this up to a hundred. Um, she accused them of not proving their loyalty and not believing strongly enough. Uh, so the aliens didn't want to come. Um, and told them if they were to unequivocally demonstrate their adherence to her teachings, the ship would finally come. I love that she was just like, you guys aren't being loyal enough. It's not anything to do with me. It's just you guys aren't loyal enough. Yeah, it's just like, you know, uh, yeah, if only some of our faiths were just a little bit stronger. Um, maybe we could get this done. Looking at you, yeah, like Ellen um, or whatever. Like maybe my alien friend, <laughs> also known as Jesus, <laughs> um, would have come <laughs> to save us by now. But <laughs> some of you just Jesus. aren't believing enough. So, um, you know, so they were like, "Sweet, we just had to be a little more loyal. We're gonna need to ride in a cool spaceship. You know, all is you know, all is great. All, all is, is good." good. <laughs> Life is good. Um, so, you know, carrying along the happy, positive tone, um, between the years 1989 and 1993, the remote Amazonian town of Altamira experienced a sudden increase in missing child reports. Oh, no. <laughs> um, authorities had no clear clues, did not know what was going on, and uh, based on all the sources I found, were generally able to do nothing (laughs) wonderful um members of superior universal alignment are believed to have sexually assaulted mutilated and or killed at least 19 boys between the ages of 8 and 14 years old oh god no god is fake remember sorry oh snap (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what to replace god with i don't know no one knows. God is just peace and love. That's what you replace him with. Of course. Um, the bodies of the victims, which were identified to be mostly homeless children who worked on the streets, uh, and their bodies showed several signs of sexual violence, were mutilated, um, some with eyes gouged out, burns, and genitals, and some vital organs removed. Ew. Um... And following uh, the castration of victims, uh, two doctors involved in the sect had removed those organs uh, for sale on the international black market. Oh, God. We're bringing black market organ dealing into this? I feel like this case is everything. <laughs> I, feel like... <laughs> I feel like this case is every aspect of bad that you could imagine. Yeah, I feel like it would be easier to talk about like what didn't happen. Um, but, you know, no one knows what's going on. (laughs) Nobody knows. But, all right. (sighs) These are the names of, like, the the five or six, there's six, the six victims who bodies were, like, found and identified. Like, they know what happened to them. Got it. There are six of them. Um, our first poor, unlucky child is um, Ailton Fonseca, age 10. Um, on May 5th, 1991, a police report was registered about his disappearance and his remains were found 46 days later. Uh, his body was taken to a morgue in Belém and disappeared before it could be analyzed. Oh. 
Yeah, I don't really know uh, where it went. <laughs> I, uh, I just... How can... Like, where did she get this information from? I just want to know. Like, where did she get... Where, did she come up with all of this for... Like, how did she come up with this entire process? Well, um, she has a website. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we'll link it in the episode notes. No, I'm just not gonna, we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> we're not doing that. And this is also why it's still active today. What? We'll get to that later. Um, okay. Our, our second victim was uh, your daily de Kunha, age 13... Um, he died on January 1st, 1992. Um, he was known to have socialized with an unknown individual at a site and then disappeared soon after. Uh, his body was found days later, naked, castrated, with signs of sexual violence, also with perforations and burns. Ew. Yes. I just don't associate with unknown beings, people. Ever. <laughs> Let's also not blame the 13 year old. I know. I don't want to blame the 13 year old, but just. For a job. I know, but listen, just don't talk to anyone ever. That's my advice to you. That is awful advice. <laughs> um, the third victim, known victim, um, is Ednaldo de Sousa Tietzeria, age 12. He was killed on. April 11th, 1992, uh, and his body was found beside an artisan well with signs of beating. Which is also awful, but seems better than the alternatives. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's awful that it's like, oh yeah, he he was one of the lucky ones, you know, he only got beaten. Like, it's awful that you would ever have to say that. I, yeah, it's, this is all awful. Yeah. Um, the fourth victim is Hyenes de Silva Pesosa, age 13, murdered on October 1st, 1992, while taking care of his family's cattle. His body was found days later, castrated with signs of sexual abuse and torture, eyes gouged out, and hands chopped off. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm like, there's so much dead air because I'm like... Oh my god. How do I even react to this? Alright. Um, fifth victim is Clebson Ferreria Galdas, age 13. Found murdered on November 17th, 1992. Naked, castrated, and with signs of torture. Uh, awful. Um, and then uh, the sixth known victim is Flavio Lopez da Silva, age 10, went missing on March 27th, 1993. His body was found days later with signs of torture and injury to the genitals. Um, he had human bite marks on his body. Oh my god. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I can say this part. <laughs> like, the tip of his penis was cut off, and... They tore his scrotum out. Are you... What? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, and he's... He was ten. 
but I don't know if anyone yeah. else wants to know. No, I get it. It's um, awful. Yeah. Um, there are also five children who are just marched down still as missing. There is no more information known. Nobody knows what happened. Are you aware if these injuries happened to these children post or anti-mortem? Wasn't marked down anywhere. I would assume post-mortem. I also would assume, but... I would assume um, because since their organs were removed, I feel like... since, Since it is presumed that there were doctors in the sect, like I mentioned earlier, who were the ones who removed them. I would assume that it happened after death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, the reason that they assume right. that it's doctors is because everything was so, like, clinically done. And I feel like if you tried to do that to someone who's alive, you weren't really going to get that yeah. result shown. Right. Um. Yeah, let's just keep our fingers crossed for postmortem. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there isn't a lot of information about this one. Uh, I mean, that's okay. I don't know how much more I can handle. Yeah. I It gets slightly better because we only have to talk about these five oh God, missing children and then the rest are just lost. Um, the first child who is marked down as just missing is Tito Mendez. He was 13. Uh, he went missing January 20th, 1991. Uh, he went to swim in the Tres Pontes stream before going to buy, like, something at the shops. Um, he was seen by a witness in the company of an unknown man before disappearing. That is so haunting whenever you hear, like, oh, I saw him with this stranger. It's like, can you imagine the guilt that you would have figuring out like, yeah. Oh, this kid's missing. And you saw him in probably one of his most, his final moments. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I would ever recover from yeah, knowing no. that. Mm-hmm. Um, the second is a child who is only known as JCB, um, age 11 disappeared on August 21st, 1991. Um, the case was outright dismissed at the time due to lack of clues and evidence. That's awful. Yeah. I cannot imagine uh, his parents, if they were around. Like I said, there isn't a lot known about any of them. So it's also kind of a remote um, town as yeah. well. I mean, you can you can't really blame anyone for that like it's not like the police didn't do their job it's like they didn't have anything to do their job yeah with, like there wasn't you anything know? they could do and mm-hmm. like the rest of this is still all going on so at the time i assume they were just like okay like there's nothing more that we can do right now there are yeah. literally like four other children that have just gone missing in the four mm-hmm. months it's taken us to do this get this one child yeah. you know um, the third child who's marked down as just missing is Mauricio Farias de Sousa, um, age 12. On December 27th, 1992, he went missing. Um, he went to pick up a payment from a woman he worked for and was last seen in the company of a man on a red bicycle. That's odd. I feel like of all the, the kidnapping uh, 
That's vehicles. like the Golden State Killer when he ran away on that bicycle like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I. Who knows? Also, how would you? How would one kidnap someone on a bicycle? There's like, there's no place to put them. I assume you could like sling them over the handlebars somehow. Well, maybe he went willingly. I another possibility. Because if you're thinking about these are doctors, that could have been well, like somewhere. the family doctor. I, wait until you wait well, until if, you hear who else was arrested. Oh God! All right, I'll just I'll I'll shut up. Um, I'm I'm ready. But yeah, I could have totally gone willingly, even with just like I even what you hear about today of like youth on the street are like, oh, they told me that I could like have a job somewhere. Like, mm, yeah, how are you gonna? You're not really in the position to pick and choose. Like, either you don't go and it was real or you get, like, screwed up and you just have to take the chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah. like, those kids with Gacy, it's, like, they don't know. They're looking for extra money. Yeah. Like, they're going to do whatever their boss tells them because they're their boss and they don't want to get on their bad side. Like, some people need to, like, support their families well, and no or whatever. One, no you know one what I mean? Right, like, weighs that decision and is, like, oh, but what if my boss is killing people and hiding them in his hat? Like, no one. Yeah, of, co- of course no one is going to ever think that their boss yeah, would do like, that to them. Yeah, like, to say, sorry, boss, I can't go. I, I just have a gut feeling that, like, I think you hit a body in your house. Like, no one's going to say that. Like, even if you are thinking it, no one's going to be like, oh, guess what, Mr. Yeah. Casey? Even if- um, you just seem a little sus. Like, ah. Uh... Yeah, even if you're thinking that, you're not going to say no. that. Because then you get fired. Or, like, sued. Oh like, could you imagine if you were, like, <laughs> you're hiding bodies? And they're like, no. I will, however, and then you're like, "Well, yeah, I thought I I'll thought see you in court for slander." Like, <laughs> what? Oh my god, it's just it's awful the fact that you just like can't trust anyone ever. Yeah, that's the real lesson here. Don't trust anyone. Yep. Trust no one. Yeah, it sounds so pessimistic. Trust some people. Just run a background check. Yeah. Just run a background check on everyone. I I did that with you. I'm just kidding. I did not do that. I was about to say, like, can you tell me? Because I don't remember anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, The fourth missing child uh, was a nine-year-old named Renan Santos de Suasa. Um, went missing on January 23rd, 1993. Uh, He went out to play on the banks of the Chingu River and was last seen in the company of two men. Lesson here is Awful. don't trust no man. Mm-hmm, correct. Um, even if you are a man, don't trust other men. Only trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Stellar <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're welcome. Um, and then the fifth child who's marked down as just missing is a child known only as RFS, um, age 11. Went missing on July 9th, 1993. Um, he worked as a shoe shiner and one day left his tools in the supermarket, which people were like, that's weird. Why is he doing that? Um, but since then has not been located. Um, but months earlier, his brother had escaped an abduction attempt. What? Mm -hmm. 
did his brother ever like say oh this is the person that tried to abduct me maybe look for him when you're looking for my brother that's all the information that there is that's crazy though i like god imagine like if that were like in a family setting and like the brother came home and was like someone tried to take me today and imagine if you were like you know a month like, later like, the same thing you're whatever whatever and then like a month later you're like other child is like legit yeah. missing yeah like i don't know i was almost abducted what when i was little when i was what like, toddler. are we leaving this in <laughs> hold on hold on tangent we're going on we're diverting from the topic what do you mean you were almost abducted what do you mean that's what it sounds like what do you, that's what it sounds like you were there i was little i don't know I don't oh okay what well, happened marked down as a traumatic event so clearly it didn't get that far I well think, what happened like, my mom was getting gas and like there was a man who was like I have money for you. And apparently Toddler Me was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> toddler, you would so do that? Like, it was just, like, a near miss type thing. My mom was like, you know, I think it's time to go. <laughs> oh my god. But he would so do that, though? Yeah, but, like, you know, even as a child, I was destined for financial success. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been, like, a $5 bill or something. But my brain was like, oh my god, this is worth my life. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, fun fact. <laughs> All right. Well, the yeah. more you know about our, about, the yeah. more you know. I just, you know, I live a very cultured lifestyle. Um, <laughs> filled with diverse experiences. Um, anyways moving on um to the investigation finally after everything (laughs) after we after we've you know gone on several tangents Um, due to the high level of violence the crimes reached widespread attention obviously (laughs) like as with anything yeah um the investigation was led by civil police chief eder mauro which last name? Hello, <laughs> Anyways, the only time I don't <laughs> say a cab. Um, initially the murders weren't linked to each other. Um, it led like many of them being um abandoned due to lack of evidence. Uh, because before they put them together, they were like, "Well, um, he's just gone." Cool. <laughs> he just he he. There's yeah, nothing like, we can uh, do. No evidence, and then I think it just took someone being like, you know, this is like the sixth time this has happened this year. Everyone was like, you know what? That's crazy. We should look yeah. into this. Um, in 1990, when the first investigations were completed, the Para police arrested Rolito de Sosa, a drifter in the city streets. Um, investigators were like, he, this is it. He is responsible. This is him. He has done all of these horrible things to all of these poor little children. So they arrest him. He goes to prison. He dies in prison. 
under suspicious circumstances months later. Oh. Well, I feel like that would make sense because if you're a child killer and oh, you're yeah. in prison, 100%. like, yeah, he I feel like if, you know, died under suspicious circumstances, yeah, well, that's why he got murdered. Well, yeah, it was just a lot. But yeah, so they were like, he did it and then he got killed. And then there were more abductions and deaths, um, same characteristics as the others. So investigators were forced to be like, okay. So it was not Rolito. Let's just cross him off. So sorry that he <laughs> okay. died. It is time to move on. I do feel kind of bad for him. He was just a city drifter. And I'm sure that yeah. um, a lot of people were like, probably saw him and were like, he looks like the kind of dude who could kidnap a child. And like all of these witnesses yeah. had said that he, like, the missing children had last been seen with, like, a man or two men or whatever. And since, like, this takes place in Brazil, like, it's a Brazilian case, even though the cult is Argentinian because Valentina is, this is, like, a Brazilian case. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk about it a little bit later, but the way that things are handled is different. It is based okay. mostly on witness testimony and is also, like, fully decided by, like, the jury. Okay. It's, it's weird. But you'll see why it's not necessarily okay. a good thing. All right, tell <laughs> so, me about it. Yeah, I gotta keep going. Let's, let's talk about... Yeah, <laughs> wrap this back around to the cult, because it gets involved a little bit later. They don't, in- they don't initially okay. know that, like, this is a cult thing. Originally, they're just like, okay, someone is taking children. Um, I mean, an astute observation. I, yeah, I you know, expert police work <laughs> for me. Um, I'll expect <laughs> the, the FBI to contact me in the morning. Um, with my keen perception. <laughs> um, but whoever committed the crimes uh, was believed to be in contact with an alleged gang of traffickers who were kidnapping the city's children for their organs. Um, the right. cuts were made. The cuts that were made indicated like a clinical motivation besides possible doctor participation in their removal. So, like assuming that they were made carefully in order to, you know, extract the organ and then pass it on over, pay it forward, shall we say? We shall not. Right. <laughs> um, and due to this, um, attention was drawn to the recent move of. Two doctors to the city. How wild is that? Hey! Um, wow. <laughs> these two doctors were Cicio Brandao and Anicio Ferreria de Supsa. Um, they both moved to the city of Aldemira in 1990. Um, they were detained for clarification. Um, expert reports proved that as they were extracted, the organs were unsuitable for transportation purposes. Um, and because of that, there was not sufficient evidence to keep both doctors um, in prison. They were both released. And at this point, like the case kind of went cold for a couple years because there was just nothing else. Because their only clue was right. like, oh, maybe a doctor. But then 
after they found out that like the organs wouldn't have been able to be like transported in good enough condition to be like utilized by the black market they were like okay so yeah that would throw yeah. several well especially in now theory. Like, all that the evidence point to is that people just did that just cuz like they're not even selling it they're just like you know yeah why not just take a vital organ or two while i'm while i'm For in the area <laughs> <laughs> Um, here's where we get back into, um, the cult. Um, yeah. Fantastic. I love learning more about this incredible Um, cult. In 1993, researchers reopened the case. This is about, like, two, three years later. Um, re-arrested Desuosa and Brandal. Hell yeah. Um... (laughs) Okay. I don't know if they necessarily like rearrested them on different charges or not, but I love the fact. Yeah, I was like, under what suspicion well, did they arrest them on? According to witnesses, right. they both participated in a sect called Superior Universal Alignment, also known as Superior Universal. There Alignment. it is. <laughs> there in it is. Valentina de Andrade's book. She's an author too. Um, the book is entitled. The book is entitled oh. God. The Great Scam. <laughs> if I if I didn't know anything about her, I would a hundred percent buy that book just off of the title. That's, I, I'm not gonna buy it my, now. I might. That's I might my find autobiography. Yes, and read it. God, um, a scam. Uh, but in her book, she stated, "Watch out for children." They are unconscious instruments of the great scam called God and his evil collaborators. And also called children just generally violent. Listen, girl, if I didn't know that you were in an absolute piece of pond scum on the face of the earth, I would 100% be supporting your book right now. But now that I know you're literally a piece of soggy, moldy bread, I can't support it. But I like, we have similar ideas. I mean, not regarding. Let's move on. Oh my God, I should never have said Um, that. This organization had been previously investigated for the kidnapping and murder of Evandro Ramos Cayetano in 1992 which is also very famous. It's known as the Evandro case, or um, in the media, I think it was referred to as um, the Witches of Guaratuba. Uh, that's it's also like, Write that down. I want to cover it's that. It's also another like disgusting one, like along the same lines of um, what happened here. Well, what's the podcast <laughs> name called? <laughs> what's the podcast called name called? Um... At that time, searches carried out at Valentino's estate found hoods and videos found where she was apparently in a trance and said something along the lines of, kill little children. Can you imagine finding that video? The video ended up being slightly, like, disputed and disregarded because people were like, no, that's not what she said. Like it didn't say Never like it didn't mind. say that. <laughs> blah, 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 but no one like no one really knows what it said. Um her name was removed okay. from the judicial inquiry. Um and she claimed to just straight up and never work with an organization in Brazil. She didn't know what was going on. She had no idea who these people were. She wasn't even in town. 
And they were just like, okay. <laughs> um, they were just like, I mean, oh, um, based on this evidence, um, the civil police chief, Edera Mauro, closed the case, concluded that the murders were committed by the sect participants during the rituals of Satanism and black magic. Um, the indictment forwarded to the prosecution was based solely on data gathered from previous investigations and witness testimony. Um, and based on this witness testimony, a 74-year-old man allegedly saw Dr. Brandau on the Trans-Amazonian Highway carrying a styrofoam box and a blood-stained machete. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have to laugh because... Allegedly. It's like, what do you do? What do you do if you see that? What do you do if you see a freaking Jason Voorhees I, looking it. guy on the on the, on I, the highway? Like carrying a bloody and machete. A At the age of 74, I think I would just pass away. That's like Issei Sagawa when he was literally carrying yes. these suitcases Dripping and just like threw them on the ground. Was just like, oh, um, hello, police. <laughs> They're like, uh, maybe you want to arrest this guy. Um, I <laughs> serial. I'm very glad that serial killers are stupid like this, but it's like, how can you be this I, once again, stupid? It is allegedly, because some. Allegedly, allegedly, well, but I wouldn't put people, it past like, this dude. Dispute it because, given the evidence that like the organs wouldn't have been like viable, they're like really a styrofoam box. Like, did you just hear that the organs were taken? They were like, he's selling them, but at the same time, like the organs have to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they like, do they have, have to be to, carried in something. They gotta, they gotta make a run for it somehow. It, they didn't just leave on their I own. D- Imagine. I guess. <laughs> um, another witness. <laughs> Stop. Um, another witness named Edmilson de Silva Frasau. He is important. This is important testimony. This will. This is a surprise okay. tool that will help us later. Um, allegedly attended a satanic cult at De Suarez's house in 1991, where Valentina de Andrade would have been in attendance. <laughs> this case is the so wild. The indicted seven people for allegedly participating in the crimes. The first was my main man, Anicio, Anicio Ferreira de Sousa, who was a Brazilian doctor in the sect. He was a spiritist. He was indicted based on the controversial testimony of an evangelical pastor who claimed to have witnessed a satanic cult at his residence, which included him saying prayers to the god of darkness. wait 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 if you're witnessing a satanic cult on your property why would you pray to the god of darkness wouldn't you think that that would help you not the pastor (laughs) oh (laughs) the evangelical (laughs) pastor just um abandons all hope He's like, yeah. he's like, my God yeah, can't help me now. Prompt lifestyle change. <laughs> I know, Anyways, I know. During the judicial process, straight. no evidence presented 
um, linked him to any of the crimes he was accused of. Um, he repeatedly denied, reaffirmed, altered his tort statements. He was all over the place. Um, convenient, uh, based convenient. only on the testimony of that one pastor, De Sousa was condemned as the author of the murder of two children and the attempted murder of two others. Yes. Only on the testimony. That's literally not reliable whatsoever. I'm not saying this dude's a good person, but in a court of law, that's you know so what? unreliable. But it's, done. it's a lot more than we do. Go remote Brazilian town. Vale. Um, I guess. The second is our other doctor, <laughs> Cecio Brandao, um, who is also indicted on witness testimony. He was the one who allegedly performed the castrations. Uh, he had a temporary arrest on July 9th, 1993, um, which was converted into like a more permanent preventative one. Um, he remained in a Belém prison for two years until eventually obtaining a habeas corpus, which we'll talk about later also. I... Okay. He seems like a man who was always like kind of up his own ass a little bit. Um, <laughs> you know, like the whole time he's like, "This was so bad. I was in prison. This was so awful." And everyone's like, "Okay, but did you or did you not cast your child?" And he's like, "That's besides the point. I was in prison, and that was awful." <laughs> that's <laughs> beside the point. Right no, that's exactly um, the our, point, our sir. Third indicted member of the community was. Imelton Madeira Gomez, um, who was primarily described in every source I looked at as a homosexual. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love always the that was one. the defining He was also the factor. heir to several farms and gas stations. Um, according to investigators, he was the one who initially attracted and raped the young boys. Um, and a witness allegedly saw him with a bloodstained shirt upon the disappearance of one of his victims. I want to be the heir to several he, farms. Yeah. And I don't know stations. if the investigator's proof of him being the one who like attracted and raped them is based on like actual evidence or on the fact that he was a homosexual in Brazil. Um, I don't know. Either true, way, he's true. bad, that so could... I don't really care. But. <laughs> yeah, you know, you could have had several farms and gas stations, and instead, you'd hurt children. Come on, now, just murder children. Um, number four is a man named mm -hmm. Carlos Alberto Santos Lima, who was a military policeman and worked as a security guard at a gas station that belonged to Gomez. Um, and according to investigators, he himself confessed to being a part of the criminal group. So, I mean, like. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't get better than that. <laughs> like, I don't care if you confess. It's gonna make me feel bad for you. Like, you don't need to start feeling bad once you've already killed like six people. It's, I don't care. Like, yeah. Whatever. Um, number five is Aldenor Ferreria Cardoso, who was also a military policeman. Um, he was accused of providing general security to the sect and making sure that like the real police didn't get too far into their dealings. Um, and according mm -hmm. to police, he practiced the rituals for financial gain. <laughs> I, I mean, 
Not this way. You gotta get not that like coin this. somehow. This is not a job. Just kidding. You could not get on I'm just kidding. Like, Don't do it that way. Com and be like, <laughs> I am looking for a job that involves the kid- the, the kidnapping and killing of um children yeah. ages eight to fourteen. Imagine if someone was like, I have a position that opens. Yeah. John Wayne Daisy comes back for the dead and is like, I might have a place for you. Um <laughs> And oh number my seven God. is the lucky lady herself, <laughs> Valentina de Andrade, who is the sex leader and the proclaimed intellectual mentor for the homicides. However, she did nothing herself. Which is a fact that comes back later. Is that is I that true? That she never directly participated. But is it as true that she as, never directly participated? Tell, or was that yes. just... Yeah. God. Um, Got only it. Jose Gomez and De Andrade had no pre-trial detention and were allowed to walk free until their trials. Um, the police investigation itself had several flaws. Um, there were no autopsies performed on the corpses. I feel like... I feel like that's something no forensic examinations were performed on the body locations, and there. I no no, no again for the major ones. There was no complete evidence that connected any of the accused to the crimes. So did they get Despite off scot free? On September sixth, nineteen ninety three, the indictment was accepted by the prosecutor. The complaint was accepted by Judge Orlando Arifano, and the judicial process against the accused began. They didn't have anything, and they did it um, anyways. <laughs> um, I love due to the that. nature of the complaint. Um, the court case against the seven defendants was referred primarily to the jury because in Brazilian constitution, um, it establishes that it is up to the court to adjudicate cases involving intentional crimes against life. I mean, yeah. okay. Um, after Get them any way you the, can. Like, primary like, investigation stage, um, Orlando Arifano accepted the complaint and called for the testimony from witnesses and other informants. Um, one witness was named Duilio Nolasco Perilla. Um, he was the former husband of Valentina. Um, he also owned a hotel in Altamira. Um, on November 30th, 1993, he testified to seeing Valentina in town touring with a group of her friends in the year 1986, um, when she said she wasn't around. <laughs> um, he testified that what initially got his attention was the way these, like, friends happened to revere the way she sat or got up or did just about anything. Um, yeah. Creepy. Or did, I love, or did yeah, just about anything. To, like, watch. Ugh. Yeah, for sure. Um, in early 1994, upon hearing about the case, Chief Prosecutor Roberto Pinho dismissed the defendants for lack of evidence. Um, the assistant prosecutor, Antonio Cesar Brito Ferreria, um, rebuted his arguments, um, summoned Frasal's testimony anyways, as he was a key witness in the inquiry. 
I and this is this is the key spell I was telling you about earlier. Ed Nielsen, he comes back. May seventeenth, nineteen ninety four, Ed Nielsen reiterated his previous testimony, but he ended up contradicting himself when he could not say which year the alleged acts occurred. He cited either nineteen eighty nine or nineteen ninety when previously he stated they occurred in nineteen ninety one. Um, despite this, <laughs> Judge Arifano found the statement satisfactory. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing. But I am! <laughs> the judge's decision... The judge's decision... Oh, satisfactory. ...was by the defense team. They filed an appeal to the state courts. Um, November 21st, 1994, a prosecutor named Castello Branco accepted the appeal due to lack of evidence for conviction. When the decision was published, there were several social groups in the area which organized, and they held a symbolic burial for the Altamira chief prosecutor, who was so afraid for his safety that he had to leave the city. Wait, so is that like a the symbolic fake burial your own death situation? Saying, like, if you don't open this back up because all of our children are gone, like, we're burying you right now. Like, this is where your body's gonna be for real. Like, oh. they held a, like they held a symbolic burial. Oh my burial god, like, that's oh, yeah. oh, she passed away. They get back oh. on this case. Oh. <laughs> Under pressure, All right. on December 22nd, 1994, <laughs> the three judges voted to maintain the arrest of the suspects and continue the process. So they were like, you know what? We might as well just... <laughs> under pressure, I think, Look, is do an understatement. Um, on March 24th, 1995, Edmilson de Silva Frasau shocked the court by requesting a new hearing. In his new testimony, he refuted everything he had previously said, claiming that he had been under pressure from the federal police. Um, Three days later, he returned to the court and said the exact same thing, claiming he was urged and coerced to give further testimony by three men named Hercilio, Arnaldo, and Amedou, who offered him money, and he was like, I could not say no to this money. So I lied. I just couldn't do it. (laughs) August 22nd. 1995, they revoked the remand of Cecio Brandao by rights of habeas corpus, who declared his intention to, immediately afterwards, sue the state, claiming to have been used as a scapegoat by authorities to hide flaws in the investigation process. (laughs) On September 12th, 1995, the other defendants were also released, following the same as Cecio's lawyers, including Valentina de Andrade. After the case was closed, Maranjao police arrested Francisco Gaschagas Rodriguez de Brito, who was a serial killer um, who owned up to 42 murders committed against children from 1989 to 2003. Um, He also sexually abused his victims, mutilated them after killing them by cutting off um, their ears and fingers, and then emasculated them. Um, This included 12 murders in Altamira, um, and it brought, like, uncertainty over the judicial outcome of both cases. Um, so at the end of this, um, everyone is free. 
Oh, are you kidding me? Um, as of 2009, Valentina de Andrade was still preaching in Argentina and still has an active presence online. Um, she has a website where in her biography, it, she mentions repeatedly having, like, an abnormal childhood, lacking, like, parental love or, like, childhood innocence. Um, and also in her biography, she states, Never during my turbulent life did I practice a single act of evilness or something that disturbed my conscience. And coming up from this calm, I maintain the assertion of my unquestionable dignity. No, that was a direct Are you kidding me? Are you... Valentina, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to curb stomp you. By the time... By the time she was let go, I think she was <laughs> 75. Andrade. What's your last name? Dra. And... Yeah, like I did. that's right. Oh, Altamira? Right, okay. No, I don't see. Ew. She's kind of. She looks like a lady who was in contact with Ew. alien Jesus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 She has a very large forehead. I don't see anything about her. I only see about the the child emasculation. Very rough to attempt to research. A lot of things said different things. In one source, they said that like a child managed to like escape and went to the police and like pointed the fingers at like two of the men. But, like, that fact never showed up anywhere else, so I have no idea if that's true or not. Um, judging by how, like, the investigation happened in regards to, like, the arrests, I don't think it did happen. But, yeah, it's all it's all a little rough. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it but, did either. Yeah. I mean, You're welcome. thanks, I guess. <laughs> That's crazy. I can't believe I never heard of that before. But that one was rough. Yeah. Ew. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sort through all of these big names. But I don't. I can't find out if she is alive or not. I, I don't really see anything are, about I think her. Totally possible. Like she's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. when did she get out you said she was 75 when she might be dead by now (laughs) (laughs) i don't let me google her name and then death after it and maybe that'll work i don't want to do death it's literally like her name wait what's her web wait huh it's it's her website didn't pull Talk up when I googled it's her. It's literally hername.com. Ooh, there's That's no so narcissistic. Get a different she name. She was born on September 28, 1931. Yeah, her website's literally not popping it's, up It's for literally me. her name. ValentinaDeAndrade.com I know. Yeah, no. Oh, DeAndrade. Maybe I've been typing yeah, it, it wrong like, this whole time. Yeah, it opens up with, like, this intro um, of, like, quote. Yeah. Got it. She's definitely I got still it. alive in 2009, <laughs> but it's also been 
11 years. I materialized energy in the planet Earth with the name of Valentina Tina de Andrade in honor to light, love, truth, engraved that the revelations contained in this site are native from cosmic individualities not existing who can question this declaration as I own plenty of material and her freaking UFO that's sprinkling glitter um, interrupted it. Yeah, she has a little, she's a little, okay, let me describe this website to you, because I'm not going to include it anywhere. If you really want to look it up, you can, but I even feel, like, unsafe having it up. Um, she has, like, her biography, she has some entitled like explanations. Um, there's a quote in the middle that says, truth demands, reason to know it, and strength to uphold it. And the light came up, high universal knowledge. <laughs> she also has a little bit entitled... Mm-hmm human rights hi you and under uh, it's just Everyone blank because right she doesn't uphold any of, of them moral and material interests resulting from any scientific literary or artistic production of which he is the author i don't know huh. yeah they're basically just freedom of expression freedom to hold opinions without interference peaceful assembly and i mean oh god just don't go look at her site her oh, site is um, also a mess also graphically says, um answers to questions um <laughs> and under it let me see what pulls up. the number one question did um, you emasculate children she's, she's like no i did i didn't answering <laughs> questions of people of all ages about symbolism tragedies apparent death fear to death justice um, some others on which I have the answers. Comatose states, deja vu, disappearance of objects, um, causes of the homosexuality, donation of organs okay. and reasons <laughs> for the rejections. That does not seem like it fits at all. Hello. Yeah, it's so insane. Yeah, I wonder why it's there. I wonder why it's there. What? Oh my god. Anyway, don't go look at this site. <laughs> Children must be guided in life with special cares for being victims used for their own torment. Yeah. That is not on her way. Are you kidding me? And that's the end of the episode, everyone. Your true father is alive and you disown him. Do you know why? Because you were kidnapped as soon as you were born. If this lady... This lady couldn't hit it any... She's, like, hinting... She's trying to wink at you, but it's like this super over-exaggerated wink, so you definitely know that she did it. Are you kidding me? You are you were accused and most definitely guilty of kidnapping She's and already mentioned children, kidnapping and you have that on your website. That definitely have nothing to do with kidnapping. <laughs> like, absolutely don't do this. You know you know yeah don't go look at her site um we're not gonna link it anywhere um but you know what you can look at is our instagram (laughs) that is not that doesn't have anything 
about I mean there's 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 a lot of bad stuff on there as far as like crime but um we try to make it as lighthearted as possible you can follow us on instagram at blood and guts pod we're on twitter at blood underscore guts pod um you can email us anything you want at blood guts pod at gmail.com and are you finding anything else (laughs) first of all like major Well, I would assume that's why that's one of the main she reasons she committed the child anything, thing, you know, which is the worst part. Well, well, we all know how cult leaders like to operate. They don't like to do anything. They like to make everybody do everything else for them, and then they don't get. Yeah, they don't. She she um, suffer like any refers penalties. to like so, stuff that's like happened to her after because of the case like threats attempted murder against my person that they like attempt to invalidate the decision of the people's voice the honorable jury yeah oh my god are you kidding me um don't join a cult um especially not this one in brazil um yeah don't join a cult. Just don't trust anyone. Um, and don't go on yeah, this website because like, it'll make you really upset. You have to. Like, even being on it makes me feel like... I feel like... Being on it is like a me. weird fever But I dream. also want to be like, she's either really old or dead. So I feel like I could handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could take her. I don't know. She's probably old and feeble, and you can just whack her upside know. the head. I don't. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I could. I feel like her bones are like brittle. I feel like she'd just snap. I feel like if I gave her like one little like karate chop, yeah. I feel like she would just like explode. Anyways, yeah. um, if your grandmother is over the age of ninety. Do not give her one karate slap because one, that's your grandmother, and two, she will explode. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> this is PSA brought to you by um, Science Experts. I am a woman in STEM. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, yeah. Um, keep your meemaws around, okay. folks. Okay.